0: Welcome back, Red Sea, to another season of the Morning Scramble presented by Verizon. I'm your host, Felipe Corral Jr., and this is where a day after every Arizona Cardinals game, we take a look back at all the top moments, all the top highlights. Yeah, we bring some breakfast breakfast puns and we have some fun. So, Jody, as the veterans of the show, let's welcome in two of the new members of our breakfast club, Rolando Cantu and Craig Grilu. fellas. Roll up your sleeves. Take off any ties that you might have and bring some of your coffee, <laughs> your orange juice, your, your pan dulce, whatever you need.
1: So welcome to the Breakfast Club. Craig, what are you looking forward to? Hey, I'm just looking forward to being part of this team here every morning following a Cardinals game to give us or to give you, Bird Gang, the, what we saw the night before, the day before, as far as what the Cardinals were able to do that particular week. So it's a, it's a pleasure and I'm, I'm happy to be on board. Rolando, talk to me. I know you like to cook. What are you bringing to
0: breakfast? Well, oh, hey,
2: Felipe, you guys invited me. You said morning scramble. I, in my mind, I'm, you know, that's like scrambled eggs for me. Breakfast Club. I'm all in, guys. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, making me part of of morning scramble this year, and I'm excited, man. I'm ready to go. Week one, you know, we have the Tennessee Titans on the road. I think it's going to be
0: a great week. Jody, I don't think they're. Prepared for the fun that we have, you know. They probably think it's like a breaking news segment, you know, (laughs) standard. But you know, we we like to loosen things up, right?
3: We do, we do. And I think number one is how excited are we all just to have it be game week finally? I mean, it's been building, Felipe, and now it's here, and and we're previewing the matchup. But you know, like you said, every Monday we're going to be with everybody talking about what we saw. But I think right now today we're gonna we're we're excited to kind of we're six days away from actually seeing what's going on here or five days. So
0: five days, right? Yeah. It can not come any sooner, but like we start off every show, we'll start off with the main dish, but obviously we're not recapping the game. So we can't recap a final score. We're not, but since we are previewing the 2021 season, Jody, I'll start off with you for our main dish. What is your favorite Arizona Cardinal 2021 storyline heading into the season?
3: Well, there are so many and, uh, I know you guys are going to give us yours as well, but I'm going to, I'm going to zoom in kind of dial in on one particular player um, that I think is, I don't think he's flying under the radar really, but we didn't see, you know, we didn't see him in preseason. So it's AJ green, um, a 10 year veteran of the league, a seven time pro bowler. And I think in addition, that is going to be great to this arsenal of weapons that Kyler Murray now has. Um, Steve Kime has added more weapons and, and AJ green. I mean, he had a down year last year. I know that I know the numbers were not pretty, but you guys saw him at camp. We all saw how invigorated he looked out there. Um, He's a big body six, four. He is 33 years old. Like he turned 33 just last month or in July, I believe it was, but he looked fresh guys. And I'm excited to see what he can do uh, stretching the field. So, you know, Craig, I'll ask you, though. I mean, there are so many storylines this season. Um, What stands out to you? Well, the one main storyline that each
1: one of our individual thoughts is the end result is this team needs to get into the postseason. And they missed the playoffs by one game. And I don't know if it's too early in the morning here on Morning Scramble to throw out a bunch of numbers, but the Cardinals last season played nine one-score games. They only won four of those games and three of the five losses were by a field goal. So I'm going with one of the new faces, like Jody picking A.J. Green. I'm looking at Matt Prater to give this team an extra win, two, maybe even three this season, just by his results kicking in the fourth quarter or if needed, in overtime. Matt Prater, one of the best to do it in the entire history of the National Football League. And I think with his addition Yes, it's special teams, but, hey, it does count for a third of the game. So my main storyline is what Matt Prater can do for this entire team, and that's elevate the Cardinals into the 2021 postseason. Rolando, what about you?
2: Well, you guys already chose players in well into their mid-30s, right? So I have to keep on the trend, guys, here in the morning scramble. I'm going to go with Chandler Jones. I mean, we know what Chandler Jones means to this organization when he, once he's in there, his presence is a big presence on the defensive line, uh, especially when when you see him produce those double-digit sacks and when you see him in faces uh, against the, the rival quarterback. So I think this year, uh, Chandler Jones, for my for my storyline, has to be him. Has Is he back? You know, he went through his whole off season. He went through last year with the, with the injury. He rehabbed it well. But in, in your thought process, once you're a veteran, you, you think about, okay, did I do the right thing? Am I ready to go week one? And I think Chandler Jones is definitely ready. The way I saw him in training camp it is incredible. His body is is reacting great to this. And I think at the end of the day, you know, there's it's a it's a veteran present. It's a veteran defensive um, unit that we have here,
0: and it starts with with Chandler Jones. So I'm excited about that storyline. Hey Jody, I'm gonna say. You know, as Craig being one of the rookies, it was pretty gutsy for him to choose a kicker, you know. Yeah. First,
3: first <laughs> hey, battle, you know, uh, he really laid it out, though. You're right. And you remember, Felipe, there were some mornings that we had a little heartburn on the morning scramble after no, uh, no coffee, some no kicking oranges, troubles. No OK,
0: we came in onto the show without eating anything because we were so disappointed or heartbroken or whatnot from, from the weeks before due to missed misfield goals or whatnot. But
3: yeah, and it right? was tough because, thanks, thanks you know, get out. Yeah, you want to win those games, those close ones.
1: There was the loss to the Lions. There was the loss to the Dolphins. There was the loss to the Patriots, all by a field goal. And that loss to Detroit, it was Matt Prater who beat the Cardinals. So, again, yes, it's a kicker, but, hey, they're on the field for a reason, and that's Skid a W.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, we all, you know, Zane Gonzalez, ASU, we were all rooting for him, great guy. and you know, But, unfortunately, it is a business in the world of sports and in the NFL, and you have to – make those kicks and Craig's right. Um, uh, Matt Prater, he is a pro, you know, you look it up and his, there's a picture of Matt Prater. We saw it also during training camp. It was fun, you know, watching the skinny goalposts and the whole thing. And he's got his methods and, and they work and he's got a great, I mean, I was just, it was crazy how big the leg is just seeing him kick. Um, I mean, I've seen him kick for years on TV, but just seeing him there at state Farm stadium in the Cardinals uni, um, so yeah, Felipe. He's good. I like the pick, Craig and uh, Rolando too. Going with Chan. So this is how we have we, we debate, and sometimes we don't always agree, but that's okay. But right now we're previewing, so anything's up for grabs. You, Craig. I'm
0: just teasing you. So I'm rookie <laughs> hazing, even though I'm I'm technically the rookie of the whole group. If you put it into perspective, uh, but I'll wrap it up for you guys. You know, you guys. Talked about some key players of uh, A.J. Green, Matt Prater. Don't forget J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. So many new key pieces to this Arizona Cardinals team that with an improved roster comes expectations. You know, there's no more, oh, they're young. There's no more preaching patience. None of that. I mean, you're, you improved your roster for a reason. You drafted guys like Zayvon Collins and Marco Wilson for a reason. I think the time is now for, the, for this Arizona Cardinals team to, to make the postseason. You know, Kyler Murray's coming off a Pro Bowl year. You know, you have the pieces on offense. You have the pieces on defense. You have an experienced coach, two experienced coaches. So, you know, the expectation is going to come with this team. So hopefully they push through this this season and actually make the postseason, whether it's by winning the, the division or, you know, getting in through the wild card. So with an improved roster comes expectations, guys. So we'll move on to our next segment. And usually after a game, there's always that player that, you know, Shows out the rise and shine player that we like to talk about. But again, since we're previewing the show, we're going to talk about a player that has the most to prove coming into the 2021 season. Jody, who's your player with the most, maybe not the most expectation, but, you know, they're feeling the pressure a little bit.
3: Well, and and I want to qualify this because this young man, he didn't put himself in this spot. It, it sort of happened, but it's Marco Wilson, the cornerback out of Florida, who was obviously a draft pick for the Cardinals this year from my hometown of Fort Lauderdale. Actually, I'm from Hollywood, but American Heritage, a school that a lot of my, you know, I knew a lot of people that went to that school growing up. So Marco Wilson, Florida kid, but here's why. We all know Malcolm Butler retired. And so it's created this situation where, We liked what we saw in the preseason from Marco Wilson. In fact, I saw a note that he had a 50% forced incompletion rate in the preseason, which was a very small sample. Okay, that is uh, pro football focus, I believe, was the source on that. And what we saw was a kid coming in and not being afraid, and it looked like he was right in there. Even if there was a catch on him, he was right there. So you're seeing a guy that has talent, has ability. And I think the big question is, and why I say he has to prove it is because he's got to prove it in the regular season and on a consistent basis. How he's going to be used, we don't exactly know. Um, we know Byron Murphy is holding it down on one side. We know Robert Alford hasn't played in a while, but he's going to you know, give it all he's got. And we know Marco Wilson will get his opportunities. But you hear the coaches talk about him. And, you know, they're, they have to feel comfortable, but you feel like it's, it's very sincere and genuine because of the talent there. So it's, I I guess I'm qualifying just that, you know, prove what does he have to prove? I mean, he's a rookie, so it's not like he put himself in a, you know, it's not like he's got this track record and maybe had a down year last year and he's got to come out and prove something this year, but it is a spot where he can easily um, prove that he can be in this league and be someone that can be trusted out there. He can do it week one against the Titans. So we're going to have all eyes on Marco Wilson. Um, Craig, how about you? Um, Rise and shine player, who are you looking at?
1: Well, by the way, Judd, uh, is a Miami Hurricane allowed to pick a Florida (laughs) Gator as far as a rise and shine player? I mean, is is there rules against this?
3: Well, you know, growing up for me, the Gators, Miami, I don't, I think the Gators really never wanted to play the Miami hurricanes once they, they rose to power, which yes, I'm living in the past. Okay. I, I did, I, it hurt me the Alabama game, but in my years there, okay, we were national championships, uh, at least in it almost every other year. So yeah, it does hurt a little bit, but and it's weird. I have this other thing with Florida state where it's like, I respect them. I always respected Bobby Bowden. I always loved how he ran his program and everything. So it's kind of like, I don't hate those teams, but right now I'm all in on Marco Wilson. We Cardinals need him. You're
1: just a fan <laughs> of the entire state of Florida.
3: Yeah, you could say that, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to go same position, and you brought him up, and that is Robert Alford. I am so excited that we are finally in a game week in which in just a few days we actually get to see Alford in a Cardinals uniform. He has not played each of the past two seasons, but if you look back at those seasons going in, training camp, he was the best cornerback in 2019. He was the best cornerback in 2020 and just freak injuries prevented him from getting on the football field. And if he is Robert Alford, that player that the Cardinals signed back in 2019, then I think that will mean so much to this entire defense because now you're not asking a lot of Marco Wilson. And because of the perceived lack of depth at that cornerback position, if Robert Alford can rise and shine and be that other corner opposite of Byron Murphy, maybe get some help with the pass rush, I do think it's going to be a big help for this defense overall. So I'm because I'm a fan, I'm looking at Robert Alford to see what we've hoped to have seen the previous two seasons, but finally get to here in 2021. Rolando, what about you? Well, here we go. Rise and shine and prove it from
2: the get-go. For me, it's got to be Zavin Collins. I, I'm a fan of him since he talked on the phone and we all saw that conversation with Steve Kine. He came in barking, guys. So if you're gonna about if you're gonna show up in the pro scene like that, you better make sure you're you know you're you're your T's are, are crossed and, and you're ready to go. And I think with what I saw in Zavin, this training camp, and w- what I saw uh, him on the field actually in the preseason is he's ready. He's ready to go. This guy is a natural his position. He's a natural linebacker. He's a big guy, 6'4", 260. I think he's, you know, ready to 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 rock the scene because he, he demands it. He's one of those guys that needs a contact. He needs to be in there. And, yes, there's going to be growing pains. And, yes, once in a while maybe we'll – We'll call him out on the radio and say, "Hey, well, this guy didn't make his his adjustment, or he didn't make the play. He didn't miss, he missed the tackle." But eventually, Zaven Collins has, has to prove it, and he's got to rise to the occasion. He's got to shine, and he's got to make sure he does it the right way. I think at the end of the day, Zaven is in a unique position because he has he has a, a a great partner with Isaiah Simmons, and those two guys can actually grow together and can actually match. And once that happens, this defense knowing that we have a Chandler Jones, knowing that we have a JJ Watt, knowing that we have a Robert Alford veterans that that have done it before in the past, I think he's in a great spot. And uh, so for me, Craig, Jody, and Felipe is definitely um, this year, the rising shine
0: player. I have to pick Zayvon Collins. I want to give you an applause, Rolando, because you managed to, you know, sprinkle in the rise and the shine within your explaining who your rising and shine player is. So that's that's a very veteran move on the morning scramble, Jody. So-
3: he's had three cups of coffee, so he's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready to rock, in.
2: guys. I'm like Xavin right now, ready for ready that big hit against Derrick Henry. Once that happens, this week one, you guys better believe it, the thing, this defense is going to be hyped up. If he does a tackle like he did in the preseason, you know, solo tackle in the backfield, puts him down, believe me, veterans will look at him and will instantly
0: – respect them and respect his game. So hopefully that happens for him. I feel like all three players that you guys chose have, well, will have a good wake up call in week one. Cause I mean, if you talk about the cornerbacks, you're going up against, you know, AJ Brown and Julio Jones. And if you're Zayvon Collins, you're going to try to stop the run against if not the top running back in the NFL. So I think they should have the three cups of coffee uh, come Sunday morning. So, you know, I'll wrap it up because you guys chose defense. You know, I got to go against the grain and, and I'm going to go against the grain twice because I'm going to choose offense and I'm going to choose a coach. I there
3: think, you go. We need some variety. We don't want to go all defense. Exactly. I feel like
0: you guys are just going too much on the <laughs> you know, I need to bring some, some, some of the sweetness to it. But uh, I'm going to go with Cliff Kingsbury, you know, year three. He has all the pieces Good. on offense that he's been wanting since he got here. You know, he got his speech there in, in random, or he finally has someone to go opposite of DeAndre Hopkins. I mentioned that how Kyler Murray is going into year three uh, of his career coming off of Pro Bowl season. So I feel like there's not much you can say about why this offense isn't going to excel this season. I mean, you have a dual uh, – a dual threat in the in the running backs and Chase Edmonds and, and James Conner, the veteran, and a more versatile back in, in Chase Edmonds. So I feel like Cliff Kingsbury finally has the pieces that he needs. I mean, I, I want him – I want to see a lot more ten personnel now that he has Ronda Moore and A.J. Green uh, mixing in with DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk. I want to see, you know, Kyler Murray stay in the pocket a little bit more now that he now that they have that center and Ronnie Hudson that can hold that, that pocket a little bit more for Kyler Murray. And, he, and they're in a tough division. If not, I mean, I don't think any of you guys can disagree with me when we say the NFC West is probably the toughest division in football, right? There's no question.
3: Tough. It's up there, yeah, for sure. No
0: question. So I think it's a prove-it year. I mean, do you want to outperform the, the likes of Russell Wilson? Do you want to finally get over that hump against Sean McVay? You know, he's 0-7 against the mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams. And, 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 of course, the 49ers. Uh, suffering that brutal defeat last year towards the end of the season that could have got him into the postseason so I feel like Cliff Kingsbury has a lot to prove and hopefully you know they exceed expectations and now we'll we'll wrap it up with one of my favorite segments because we put someone in the spotlight we're bringing home the bacon and Rolando what kind of bacon is Jody bringing home on this specific segment?
2: Well, Jody's a seasoned vet. I mean, she's got to bring in the thick cut, uh, nice marbling you. bacon for week one, right? There we
0: go.
3: Uh-huh. I actually uh, have bacon, bacon right there. I'm not messing around box, this year, guys. Yeah. I got bacon. Got
0: Jody, bring it home for me. You know what? <laughs>
3: what I is- got to tell you, though, this is actually not thick cut. It's not thick cut. It's mm-hmm. nice and crunchy, though.
0: Is nice and crunchy.
1: I- this, this is this. I'm, I'm throwing a flag here. This is, this is, this is not fair. If you don't have enough yeah. for everyone, you cannot bring it she to morning scramble. Pieces. This, yeah. this is not good.
3: She I'll two. be down there shortly, guys. I'll be down. I can come down to the facility. Jody, bring it home for me. Rolando, you're on your own though. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I just had to. I, I had to come out strong with some bacon. But I will tell you. I will share something. And this kind of ties in with my point in to bring home the bacon. First of all, I'm honored to bring home the bacon every week. Someone different will bring home the bacon, but thank you, Felipe, for choosing me for week one. Um, when you first ma- make bacon, you guys made bacon. Oh, right? oh yeah. If you make bacon, it can be it can be messy. It can be a little bit of a disaster if you don't have some experience in making the bacon. So you get old, you know, you get older and wiser. You either figure out, you know, how to contain the splatter, or maybe you go do like I do and go down to the grocery store and the deli and you get just some bacon, and then you don't even have to cook it. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> there cheating. we go. revealing an Oh, recipes here, yep. Craig. That's, yep. Three that's, that's... for $1.99, baby.
1: Oh, um, wow. Baking God. the bacon is the smell <laughs> that permeates the entire
3: kitchen and the rest of the house. <laughs> that's true. It's true. But, you know, again, it's a veteran move. And where I'm going with this is um, the theme, again, is going to be a little bit of leadership and experience. So you've got guys now that, you know, know the little pro tips, you know, they know what happens in crunch time. And I'll name the names we've been talking about. It's it's JJ Watt. Uh, it's Rodney Hudson. It's AJ Green. You don't have Larry Fitzgerald. So you have another you have these veteran voices. Um, my Bring Home the Bacon is about and it really points to what Felipe was talking about. How do you get to the postseason? How do you get over the hump? And um, I also want to preview a little bit of this Titans game. Look football's I've been covering football for 25 years. A lot of times you guys all know it's taking care of the ball. It's run and stop the run. It's limiting big plays. Those are all basic things. Those are all things though, that will play in this week, because we all know the Titans can run. They have a powerful running game and yet they have weapons on the outside. They have AJ Brown and Julio Jones. So limiting big plays. I I do want to come out and say, similar to what Felipe said, I believe the offense can be a juggernaut. I really do. I don't feel like there are as many questions on offense um, as there are on defense. And I feel like this offense can reach new levels. Now I think there's a lot of questions because we didn't see in the preseason, the short uh, stint for the, the starters, it was not good at all. Um, But you can tell that this team was not going to reveal anything. Um, they, they did talk about, you know, going out and running their stuff this year, but they were not worried about the outing that was, you know, what did it end up in a, a one, one or two yards of offense in in two the possessions. By Colin Murray. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not concerned with it. Okay. So when I say that you look at what they have now and the weapons that they have, and we've mentioned a lot of them, um, we haven't even mentioned Deandre Hopkins on the show yet. <laughs> And he had an amazing year last year. Okay. So you got, you got D hop, you've got AJ green, you've got Rondell Moore, uh, you know, and guys like the other thing is Zayvon Collins, Marco Wilson, Rondell Moore, these guys hopefully are not going to have to win games for the Cardinals. Uh, one of you guys made that point earlier. It's going to be the veterans. The veterans are going to lead the way hopefully put this team in the right spot. And will those guys be in big spots? They will, they'll be in big spots and they'll be expected to make plays, but hopefully, you know, there's enough leadership and experience that they're not winning the game. And I want to mention one quick addition, which is Colt McCoy. I really think he's going to help Kyler Murray. I really think the whole dynamic is going to be good for the offense, having Colt McCoy there. We've already seen it in training camp. So, you know, Matt Prater, Colt McCoy. These are under the radar pickups. So I kind of, I've been all over this morning with this guys. Um, Pardon me, but I'm just excited about the season. I think the offense is going to really click in this year. Um, They don't have a lot of questions. If they execute like they, we know that they can, they're going to be fine. And I think the defense has some question marks. And yet um, I think Vance Joseph, we have a lot of trust in what he can do um, with, you know, whatever weaknesses they may have trying to compensate for those. So I don't, Felipe, I'm ready to go. I got bacon. I got coffee. I'm so a little bit disappointed, Jody. You pulled
0: a veteran move and (laughs) went to the deli to get bacon. That's all. As you were talking, I'm like, she really went to, to buy the bacon. I thought you made it. Yeah,
3: I know. know. I'm sorry. Everyone out there is really disappointed. I mean, they're probably like, man, Jody, you can't even make your own bacon. Yeah. I do make my own bacon, but if it's just like a quick, short stint and I might be running out to get coffee like I did this morning, um, I'm grabbing the bacon.
0: I just want to make a quick point. I remember last year in week one, they came out firing against the 49ers without a preseason. So, you know, for those that were freaking out, you know, on social media about the offense not getting enough run, hey, it's going to be fine. We saw last year. It's not necessarily how you start. It's how you finish.
3: Hey, well, and, and that's hey. a big key to leave because look, they didn't finish well. I mean, and they didn't score in the red zone enough. We know that we know, we know those things. That's where they have to take that next step. You can, you can move the ball between the twenties and in the middle of the field. And they did that. I think the key is, what are they going to do now to be able to finish more often? All right, guys, well, the
0: 2021 season is here, but before we get into the knit and grits of of week one, let's get into the season hype video that, you know, got my goosebumps up a little bit.
1: The regular season. Enter the gauntlet. Where fields become ancient battlegrounds. The line of scrimmage, the trenches. To win the fight, we must play like we have nothing to lose. It is caught by Kirk
2: into the end zone. Some,
1: Some claim a king, but history shows where kings are made, kings are dethroned. Our objectives are simple. Protect the nest, become road
2: warriors. Kirk the 30 and 20, 15,
1: 10, 5. With touchdown. the Red Sea behind us, anything is possible. Are you ready?
0: All right, guys, like I mentioned, the goosebumps are there, especially after watching that specific video. But week one, the Tennessee Titans, an explosive offense. Jody, let's let's start with you once again. You know, when when you talk about Derrick Henry, what does this defense need to do to contain someone of his stature?
3: Well, I mean, you know, it's 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 about tackling. It's about you know being ready. And you know, when make I think they're going to come out and they're going to try to run the ball. I mean, that's that's how it goes. And then they'll take their shots. But if you can run and you can demoralize a team, and if you can control the clock, uh, that's the other thing that we saw frankly, early last year with the Cardinals that they had more of a quick strike offense going and that's great, but you have to be able to get the other team off the field or else you're, you're going to be in that position where, you know, you might not be able to get that final score. So can't let them control the ball. I think it is all about tackling swarming Rolando hit it on the head of Zayvon Collins can make a huge difference in the run game. You know, you've got some guys up front. Um, We haven't seen this defense altogether, you know, just like we haven't truly seen the offense. So I'm excited to see it. I, I think they, I think, You know, obviously you wanted Jordan Phillips to be in there. He's not, but they have some depth there and I think they can be up to the task, but they're going to be focused on it and that's going to be number one. And, and then you hope they can limit any big plays on the outside, but number one priority for Vance Joseph in this defense, you're right. It's stopping Derrick Henry. Greg, Let me
1: just add think. that real quick, because Jody brought up the, the tackling, and I, I think it's important to keep in mind it's not just one guy. There has to be 11 players surrounding the ball carrier, in this particular case, Derrick Henry, because it's not going to be one player that brings him down. It's going to be multiple guys, so if you can eliminate the amount of broken tackles or yards after contact with Derrick Henry, you're not going to stop him. You just hope to maybe he just gets two, three, four yards, but doesn't have that big 14-yard run, especially when it's third and short. Because as Jody said, if you can get, the, if you get off the field on third down, especially on a third and four, that's going to swing momentum to the offensive side. So it's, it's not going to be just one tackler, but multiple tacklers. And I think you're going to hear that from Vance Joseph later this week. That gang tackling, Felipe, if that happens early in the game,
2: first, second quarter, first half, believe me, it has a psychological effect in the, in the person who's running the ball. In this case, uh, Henry, could because if you're getting hit most of the time, you know, lower body, somebody's gang tackling you on top and, you know, three, four bodies are, are piling up on you every single time. It it kind of, you know, at the end of the day, it's, okay, this is the first game of the season, right? So how, how physical, I mean, how beat up do you want to come out of this one, right? Because it, at the end of the day, it's that. They're in it for the long haul. And I think Zayvon, is gonna be a big component of that. I also think whoever's in the rotation, the interior D line that we have has to have that presence. You know, they have to hold the, their point of attack. They have to control the gap. They have to make sure they're put in the right spot in order for that to happen. And 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 when that happens, I think it, it, it'll start that
0: party and it'll start that aggression the, that we need on the defensive side. I think a lot of the focus has been on Derrick Henry, but you know, with everything happening with Malcolm Butler, uh, my eyes are on that and that wide receiver group for the Titans i mean the talent that's that's there in the aj brown and the julio jones i'm thinking about how how will the defensive line help out that secondary and marco wilson and robert alford that's making his debut basically for the arizona cardinals in the regular season that's that's my focus who's going to have to help them out in the secondary being that they are f- you know, basically, new. I mean, you you still have Byron Murphy. He's going into his third year. He's not necessarily the veteran, and he said it himself. He's not necessarily necessarily a veteran. So, Rolando, who's going to help out that secondary against that wide receiver group for the Titans?
2: I think it starts Felipe with Buddha Baker. Buddha Buddha's got to make sure he has everybody in check. He's got everybody uh, well positioned in 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 the in the secondary, so that so they can function right. Because we we know you know that. The veteran mix and the, and the inexperience is there for the defensive side uh, on the Cardinals' ball, right? So for me, it's got to be Buda Baker. He's got to be aggressive. If he comes down into the box and he makes a, a big tackle against the run game, against the Titans' run game, I think that'll definitely, you know, show up in, in, in how everybody kind of just says, okay, let, let's do this, right? And then once they're back there against the, you know, the, the, the Julios and, and the Browns, that's when it's got to count that deep ball, that deep threat, which finally Ryan Tannehill has is going to be a concern. So if Buddha's up there and he, he's the one in charge uh, when, when those uh, shots are taken down the field,
3: if he wins, you know, 70% of them, I think we'll be fine. I think Craig mentioned it too, though, the pass rush, you've got to help out your corners. You've got to help out the secondary with that pass rush. And we didn't see it all the time last year. And we know that when Chandler Jones went down, everything changed. Um, but, but again, Vance Joseph did a nice job compensating there, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta get pressure on Tannehill and that's going to make all the difference in the world.
0: Craig, wrap it up for me quickly. What do we expect from this matchup in week one? Is it, you know, does one team have to outscore the other? Is it going to be a defensive game? Talk to me.
1: I think it could go either way. And with week one, you really don't know. You can expect a high scoring affair and it's the defenses are ahead of the offense or vice versa. But You know, I want to go back to something that we did not see in the preseason, and that was this offense getting on track. Well, let's not forget, the Titans fan base, no Ryan Tannehill, no Derrick Henry, no Julio Jones, No A.J. Brown. They're without two of their five offensive linemen. They played zero snaps together in the preseason. So you're going in a little bit blind, I think, on both sides because what you saw in training camp, you hope, translates to week one. But once the lights come on and once you start playing for real with full speed contact, how do these teams react and specifically how do the rookies at the Cardinals are counting on? Some of the we talked about already with Marco Wilson and zavin Collins. How do they perform when that game is kicked off on Sunday? All right, guys, week one can't come any sooner. The Arizona
0: Cardinals visit the Tennessee Titans. Kickoff at 10 a.m. Arizona time. You don't want to miss it, get your coffee, and then join us the day after. All right, 10 a.m. live on Twitter, the Arizona Cardinals Twitter page. Don't want to miss it. We're going to bring all the breakfast puns and so much more. We're going to have fun. Don't bring a tie. Roll up your sleeves if you come in a dress shirt. You know, come with all the fun vibes. All right, for Felipe Corral Jr., Jody Jackson, Craig Grilu, and Rolando Cantu, we are The Breakfast Club. Thanks for joining us.